guys, it's Shelly with Emerge Marketing Solutions. Thank you for joining us on this journey. We are nearing the end of our best Lent ever faith journey. However, the days ahead are going to be some of the most difficult. But know that we must have the crucifixion before the resurrection. We are being called to continue to reflect on our own lives. Invite God into our hearts and have Him be the light and hope that guides us. May we all have the anticipation for the resurrection as we do for Christmas and Jesus' birth. Thank you for joining us on this journey. We hope you have prepared to emerge strengthened. Good morning, everyone. Today is day 34 of our Best Lent Ever journey. We are getting close to being towards the end of Lent, um, and tomorrow starts Holy Week, and so... We're excited about that and we're anticipating that, uh, but also know that um, it's going to get more difficult this week before it gets easier. So let's begin today in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, know that we have many obstacles that continue to stand in our way. Help us to overcome those and help us to know that we need you in our lives to be able to overcome all of these challenges. Help give us the strength we need, the endurance we need, and that perseverance that we continue to seek you out and to help spread your word despite us being further away from others than we had hoped, not being able to participate in our daily routines, and having to find new ways to serve you. Help us to realize that this might become a new norm, that we might have to continue to seek out your love, your word, every single day in our lives, because as society continues on, we need you in our lives more than anything. So help us to persevere, help us to move forward, and help us to know that we will have a clean heart in your name uh, by forgiving ourselves and asking for your forgiveness and guidance in our lives. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, so in, in doing the many readings today, I um, couldn't help but think of this one song, and um, so I wanted to play, play just a little bit of it for you now, um, and as I've told you many times, a lot of the readings that we hear bring me back to songs that I've heard um, and keep close to my heart, and I know that um, one of the things that, um, you know, this time can often cause us anxiety, frustration. Um, and a lot of negative feelings, um, but know that when we come back to focusing on the gospel, focusing on our readings, um, and even playing songs, those can help us get through some of these times. Um, I know I had a difficult day yesterday, um, and so um, playing this song and remembering to kind of meditate on the words that are shared there um, helped me to get through those times and helped me to focus on um, the things in life that we um, sometimes take for granted or I can't see through all of the other frustrations. So I'm going to play this song for you, just a, a little bit of it. It's called Create in Me a Clean Heart.
Okay, so that's just a piece of it. I will link to that song as well. Um, listen to the words in that as you read through it. And it's very similar. Um, it was taken from the same passage that I believe our, um, I can't remember if it was the responsorial psalm, I want to say. Um, can't remember for sure. <laughs> but it was in our readings today. So I encourage you to reflect on that and listen to it because it is truly a beautiful song and um, has helped me through some difficult times as well. Um, and so as we look at the readings for today, that first reading, um, I think what we're being called back to do is to come back closer to God as one nation. We seem to be so incredibly divided both um, it, it, at all levels of our lives, whether that is in our homes, uh, whether that's in our communities, whether that's in our society, and whether you're Democrat or Republican, it, it doesn't really matter. It's not just political, it's personal relationships. There's always, as we hear, two sides to every story. And so what we're being called in this, in this first reading and throughout the readings today is to come back together. It says in here, um, I will gather all of my people and bring them back to Israel or the Holy Land, and I will make them one nation. Never again shall they be divided. So I don't know if you've had this experience both in your family um, or beyond, uh, but how much do you want that to come back together? I don't think any of us really truly want to be divided and want to have um, separate views on things that really divide us and kind of put a wedge in between us. However, I think we, we do, because we have been able to have our own, um, own opinions and be able to voice those things, that it becomes difficult for us to remember that um, somehow we have to come back together. We can't just continue to be divided and separated. And so um, in the reading, it says, I will give them an everlasting covenant of peace. My dwelling shall be with them forever. I will be their God and they will be my people. And so as we approach this Holy Week, I can't help but be excited for the anticipation and wanting that to happen. And I know that each of us have to really take that to heart and identify how can we come back together. And part of that, we can't do ourselves. We have to ha invite God into our lives um, and so that he becomes that um, that savior that brings us back together because with him and in his word, we can truly come back together. Um, I know uh, I haven't really talked about this a whole lot or maybe even at all, um, but for the past year or so, um, I have been going to th some therapy sessions, not necessarily because um, of my relationships or anything like that, but um, being an entrepreneur and having a lot of um, different responsibilities, it was something that um, kind of the weight of the world was um, on me and I felt um, a lot of pressure and um, a lot of that. I had no idea I was going to even talk about this today, guys. <laughs> um, so as I um, started going to therapy sessions um, and to help kind of with my anxiety and depression, um, I didn't really feel like that's what I had, um, but I did feel this weight of the world on my shoulders, but I also felt like I could do this myself. Um, and while I had a strong relationship with God um, and had faith at the center of my life, I also felt like I could handle a lot of the world's pressures and the things myself. And what those sessions have really helped me to understand and to realize is that I need God in my life and I can't just try to repair every relationship myself. Um, 
or try to get through things myself. But if with God as my guide, um, and an and an understanding that I can't um, accomplish everything myself, and I can't, you know, be the mom, the wife, the business owner, the coworker, um, the friend um, that I want to be without having others help. Um, and so I would encourage you, I know this is a difficult time for many, um, but if you're feeling that anxiety or depression, do get help. It's okay. Um, and um, this wasn't really how I had planned to talk about um, this, but I feel like it's speaking to me today through these readings in that so many times, um, we feel divided or separated, and we try to just repair that ourselves, but we're really being called by God to help bring us um, together, to focus on Him and let Him do some of that work. And I'll tell you, by doing that and listening to His call, um, I know it can be stressful at times, me doing um, these uh, daily reflections every single day and spending time on that. But I will say the Lord has been working um, through us in crazy ways. Um, that's very exciting in all different aspects of my life. Um, so I hope that's true of you as well. Um, and just having uh, somebody to listen to, to talk to, to process some of those thoughts that you might be feeling is very important to do. So in that responsorial psalm, uh, we read, The Lord will guard us as a shepherd guards his flock. And so that know that the Lord is always there to guide us and protect us. Um, and even though those sheep or us, we might go astray, um, that he is guiding us back to be part of, of one flock, not separate flocks, because managing that is very, very difficult. If you can imagine um, even wrangling cats, wrangling cattle, you name it. Um, and, and God is calling us to come back together as one and not be so divided. Um, and I know uh, just different things that happen on a daily basis. We think about how uh, we can, um, we all have our different, different beliefs and our different ways of approaching things, um, but we're being called to come back together, to do things as one and to reunite. So then the the gospel verse that we read is cast away from you all the crimes you have committed, says the Lord, and make for yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. So I knew this uh, song that I shared with you created me a clean heart uh, was something that really was powerful to me in, in this. And so this verse, I encourage you to reflect on as well, because no matter what sins that you have committed, no matter how great they are or how little they are, um, that we're being called to create in us an, a clean heart. And as we approach this Holy Week, remember that the reason why Jesus died on the cross was to forgive our sins. He did this for us. So now we're being asked to accept that in our hearts and become new again as the resurrection happens as we approach Easter. And hopefully you will feel that pressure and weight lifted off your shoulders um, as, as we carry that to the cross. I think I mentioned this before, but I want to mention it again. Um, something that I'm hoping to do with my family, and you might consider to do as well, create a cross. As rudimentary as it might be, take two pieces of wood, make it a cross, um, and then start to write down some of those um, sins or um, negative feelings, uh, things that you want to take to the cross, that you want to, um, to 
put away from your life that you want to take to the cross. Take those to the cross sometime throughout this week. Start hammering those in and actually physically hammer them in um, because that kind of is that uh, aggression or anger that we feel with many of those things. As you do that, nail those to the cross. Reflect on that. See that all of you, your whole family, or maybe it's just yourself, have those sins that you're nailing to the cross. Then on Saturday night, I would encourage you to rip all of those off the cross and burn them. Watch them go up in flames. Watch them disappear. This is a very symbolic way of experiencing that resurrection and how all of our sins are taken to the cross this happens every single Sunday, every single time that you pray, that you're taking your concerns and reflections to God and, and, put, and putting them on that cross where Jesus was also crucified. Put them to the cross and know that your sins will be forgiven as well. So then as we look at the gospel reading today, it says many Jews began to believe in Jesus. But when they went to the Pharisees and the chief priests, they became very concerned that they would lose control. They would lose their land and they would lose all of their possessions to the Romans because they would rise up. Well, they felt like if, if they actually felt like this was the right thing to do, that they should um, lay down their lives and give everything up and follow in the word. However, because they felt like they were going to lose control, they didn't want that to ha happen. So how many of us feel the same? That we don't know what that looks like if we were to give our lives up to God, if that we were to give away our possessions. It's really hard because we know we have worked really hard for those things. But if we could give up those things to decide to lay down our lives so that we could then follow God, Know that he will protect us in, in whatever way that we do and need. And so we might not be able to see that. We might not be able to grasp that. Um, so just as those Pharisees thought that they had two choices, if they, if they believe in the Lord, everyone will follow them and all will believe. How incredible would that be? But instead, they decided to continue to go about their daily lives. They decided they couldn't have... God in their life, and so they decided to kill him, persecute Jesus. But remember that no matter what, the will of the Lord will happen. So even though they decided not to follow in the Lord, they decided to continue to persecute Jesus and put him up on the cross to die, the will of the Lord will happen no matter what. So no matter how much you push that out, the will of the Lord will happen. We have to be patient and it will happen in a way that is meant to be. So I encourage you today to continue to become closer to God. But know that even if you don't, even if you lose your way, even if you're like that stray sheep, the Lord is our shepherd and he will bring us back together. He will create in us a clean heart and allow us to love and serve the Lord and serve those around us um, in ways that we can't even imagine right now. How awesome is that, that we have such a wonderful Lord who is willing to um, lay down his life for us so that we can be forgiven, so our sins can be forgiven. All right, everyone, uh, that's all I have for today. I thank you for joining us. Tomorrow is Palm Sunday, and I know at least in our diocese, they are not ha handing out palms um, to help keep people away from one another uh, to so social distance. 
um, very different for us experiencing this Holy Week in a new and very different way. I encourage you to keep it holy, um, to do some new traditions uh, that you may not have experienced before. Hopefully we don't have to do that again. Um, but for this one time, identify those ways that you can invite God into your lives, into your family, and continue on to serve the Lord and become refreshed and renewed uh, in this new Easter season. So thank you for joining us, everyone. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, we are truly blessed by your presence. Help us to know that you are the way, the truth, and the light. Help to create in us a clean heart. Thank you for being with us on this journey and for constantly being there to support us, even though these times may be difficult and uncertain and we tend to have anger or frustration or anxiety that build up. So dear Lord, I pray that you protect us and guide us. Be with us every single day and help us to know that this crucifixion must happen, but with it, we can allow our sins to die, to allow all of the negative influences, harmful influences to die out in our lives right now so that we can become renewed and refreshed, that we create in ourselves a new heart that is closer to you and lives out your word and as one unified land and kingdom that you've created. Dear Lord, I pray that you continue to protect those who are on the front lines, who are not able to remain socially isolated, uh, but for those who are protecting each other, I pray that you continue to guide them, help them make the best decisions possible, and help them to care for one another during this difficult time. Please continue to heal our world and make this a place where all of us can reunite and love and serve you on a daily basis. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you for joining in, everyone. Have a wonderful day. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for wholeness and not for evil, to give you a future full of hope. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you enjoyed the journey and are prepared to emerge strengthened.